Hey, welcome back to the Uncensored Woman. I am your host, Heather Christine. I know you all are probably confused because I said that I would be out for a few weeks due to moving and I would not release a new episode until October 2nd or 3rd and that still remains the same. This is very, very impulsive, but I had something weighing on my heart that was so heavy and by the way, if you can hear the air in the background and I sound different, my microphone is already packed up and moved to the new place. So I am simply just recording off the mic on my phone and I do apologize for that. But today we are going to be talking about sexual abuse I have been through it, and I find it very on time in this world that we are living in today. It is going to be very hard for me to talk about, but my heart was just, you know, it, it was just there, and I just feel like I need to get it out and talk about it because I know so many people deal with this in silence, and I wish more people would speak up on it, but I also understand why people don't feel comfortable doing it. But before we hop into that, please download The Uncensored Woman on whatever platform you are listening on. And if you have iTunes, please give this podcast a review. I always deeply appreciate it. And I love every single one of you that joined me week after week and have supported me since the beginning. And I welcome all of the new listeners that I have lately. I appreciate you too. And I hope that you continue to stay with me. But with all of that being said, you guys, let's go ahead and hop into the main segment. Okay, you guys. Deep breath deep breath. Um, I know this is so random, but this is something that I am currently working through in my personal life because this experience that happened or started happening to me at the young age of seven greatly changed my perception of people, my perception of love, how I looked at myself, how I valued myself, how I went into future relationships, and my overall trust in people. It really stripped so much away from me and it still takes from me to this day which is why I am currently trying to work on it so please forgive me if I stumble over words in this episode this is not scripted this was not planned it's very impulsive I have like I said been working on this but also As many of you all know, I'm in the middle of moving. I'm basically up all night and all day because my kids are home right now, being basically homeschooled by me. 
they don't go back till January 15th. And so I'm really up in the evening and most of the night going through stuff, trying to get stuff together to move. And then during the day, I am playing a teacher to an eighth grader, a sixth grader, and two third graders. So my hands are completely full. Part of the reason that I am talking about this today, though, is I look at my own babies and I just, I teach them so much that I was never taught growing up, you know, like sex was never an open conversation in my family. You weren't supposed to be having it. You better not ask about birth control and you should wait till you're married to have sex. But if you had questions about it, you just were going to get that information from your friends or somebody else because, you know, my parents were not going to answer those type of questions. And, you know, I'm 32. I was raised back in the 90s. So this was how a lot of people's families are. I feel like the dialogue these days is more open just because, thankfully, we have progressed as humans and we know that this is, although uncomfortable, to talk about with our children sometimes. It is very important and it is proven to be efficient and effective talking to your kids and educating them. Um, it's, it's more effective, you know, when you're trying to keep your kids from catching an STD or getting pregnant, you know, they're educated and they feel confident and they know how to protect themselves because let's be honest, you know, eventually your kids are teenagers. And though we'd all like to believe that our kids will wait until they're grown and old enough to make these decisions, we've also all been teenagers once upon a time and we've all had hormones and, you know, we've all most of us lost our virginity to people that we wish that we could have did differently, you know, or waited longer because the first time is really not, not great anyways, at least for women. But anyways, so when I was seven, I had a family member that was a couple of years older than me. I was very close with this person. I'm not going to name this person. And if this person ever listens to this episode, I feel like, see, I'm still apologizing for something that, you know, I know it's not really my fault. But if this person ever does listen to this episode, Please know that I'm not doing this to hurt you or to shame you. I'm not putting your name out there. I just feel like that this is so important for me to talk about, and it could be so important for somebody else to hear. But anyways, I like the age of seven, this person that was a few years older than me that I was very close to started... Um, telling me certain things that you could do to fill certain things like with your body and you know I was seven I didn't know about 
any of this, you know, like this was all a foreign language to me. And I was just like, I knew that it was wrong. And I, I felt very, very uncomfortable, but it went from talking about it to this person actually touching me. And, you know, now that I'm older, I'm wondering if this person was also being molested by somebody else in their life that I didn't know about, you know, because this person was also just a kid theirself. Although they were a few years older than me, they were still a kid. And I just wonder if it was behavior picked up from a trauma they had been through. But it went from talking to touching. And this person told me that they had read somewhere that this was normal behavior and that everybody did it and that it was fine. And so the person would progressively like just move forward. Like it just started with a little touching and a little rubbing and telling me, you know, what to do and what felt good and what didn't feel good and how to reciprocate it and do it back to, I'm just going to call this person from this point forward, Ashley. Um, I I don't know. I'm just not going to give away the real name. And I remember being so confused. And I mean, this went on for, for years, years. I mean, I think it went on for about maybe like five or six years. And I never told anybody I knew it was wrong, but then on the other hand, I was like also ashamed and I felt dirty, you know, and then I also wanted to protect this person, but I remember thinking to myself, how can something so wrong also feel good but I remember like after it would happen every single time I would get this a dirty feeling like this feeling like you know what are you doing Heather I don't know if I want to do this anymore and again Ashley would reassure me that it was fine that you know um this was stuff that everybody did. Everybody's family did this type of stuff. I mean, this is how you learned to do stuff, right? So as I got a little bit older and a couple years into it, like she would make it to be like, you know, we could practice things on each other. And, and, you know, I was like, okay. And so it went from being like, you know, I don't want to be too explicit, but like, um, letting this person kiss on me and fill on me to, you know, being fully unclothed and her doing other extreme things. And again, I just... I was so, so 
confused. And I was so young. And I just, I grew to almost see it, it. I'm trying to play around with my words and run all around them because even now talking about it, it just, I know that it's, it's wrong and I still feel so ashamed, but I know that it wasn't my fault. Like I did not ask for this. I did not ask for these issues and these, this is why I struggle with these issues so bad because it's, it's embarrassing. I mean, I, it's, it's so embarrassing now, you know, and when I look at my kids, like, God, I, I just, if I ever found out somebody was, was doing this stuff to them, like I would absolutely like kill somebody, you know, like I just, I wouldn't even know what to think. And, you know, that's why I'm so big on, you know, telling my kids, like, if you ever feel violated in any type of way, I don't care if you think it's like the smallest thing in the world, if it feels uncomfortable to you, I need you to tell me and I need you to respect your body because nobody should be making you feel uncomfortable. But me and this person were really close and this stuff just kept taking place and it it didn't matter where we were, you know, we would do this stuff all the time. I mean, every other weekend and I mean, really, probably not that frequently, but it was a lot. And, you know, it it just, it always happened. Like, I knew to expect it. I mean, sometimes I would be woke up out of my sleep. Well, when Ashley became a teenager, she started getting really interested in this boy. And I remember specifically, I I don't know why this traumatized me so bad. I'm still trying to figure all this out. This is something I seriously am currently working on. But we did something and it was the last time it ever happened. And I remember she looked at me and said, Heather, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to save myself for this guy that I really like, like, I just feel like, you know, this is, this is, we're getting older, this should be over, and I really, really like this guy, and so we just don't need to do anything anymore, and as wrong as I knew it was for years, and as dirty and and as ashamed as I felt for years, in that moment, All I could feel was complete rejection. That was the first time I remember feeling so rejected in my life. And then that rejection immediately was followed up with confusion. Confusion on what's wrong with me? Like, I never felt comfortable with this. Why am I now feeling rejected? I prayed for this to stop. So do I have issues? Is there something wrong with me? Am I broken? Why am I feeling bad about this stop stopping? Why am I feeling rejected? What 
is wrong with me? And then I started digging within myself and picking at myself. And a lot of my insecurities came to light at this point in my life. And I thought, maybe I'm just not good enough anymore. You know, I've kind of gained weight. Um, Maybe I'm not pretty. You know, something has to be wrong with me. It can't be this other person that took my innocence away from me and made me ashamed of myself. It has to be something wrong with me. And that, you all, is such a huge issue with victims of sexual abuse and and people that have been molested. This really shaped my future sexual experiences. It has hindered me in so many ways because I think you can either go two ways after something like this happens. So you can either become an extremely promiscuous person and just equate sex with love, or you can become drawn back and always feel insecure, rejected, and dirty, even when you're not doing anything wrong. And the latter is what happened to me. I would find myself even in my marriage sometimes, you know, here I am, I'm married. I had two kids at the time. And, you know, we would have a night together. And after everything, I would find myself feeling dirty and wrong and like there was just something wrong with me and I remember so many times I would cry over it it just it affected me so bad and it still does to this day I thought that now this really, really does um, make sense. But I thought in order for somebody to love you, you needed to be with them sexually. However, it didn't mean that it made me feel good about myself. Also, I was never one of those girls, like as a teenager or an adult, that could just hook up with anyone. It, I, I couldn't. I always was a very, very insecure. And I know that a lot of people like, have this preconceived notion about me because I have four kids and, you know, by three different guys. How does that make sense if you don't know who I am? Well, I have a set of identical twins. So, but yes, I have four kids um, by three people. But it just so happened that, you know, all of those were serious long-term relationships. And I was in love with all of them at a certain point in time. But I don't even need both hands to count the partners that I've been with, which I think at the age of 32 is pretty amazing, I, you know, but I just, I was always insecure and it started from 
that day, that day that Ashley told me, no more, I want to save myself. It was just like, this was an everyday thing. You know, this happened all the time. And I'm sorry, Heather, we just can't do this anymore. Because you know, like, whatever, it was like a life milestone that everybody went through. And that's what I felt like at the time. And this also caused such a damper on me and Ashley's relationship. Like to this day, we're really not close like we used to be. We don't speak all the time. It takes like a little bitty microscopical things for me to be mad at this person. And it wasn't until recently that I realized it's because I have all this anger in me towards her because she stripped me of my innocence so young. And she also stripped future experiences and the way that maybe other normal people experience them. She stripped that away from me. I would never view anything the same after that because to be honest this is not what everybody goes through like I thought when I was little you are very very unfortunate if you have to go through this most people aren't damaged like this most people aren't coming into a relationship with these issues and I was was I going to tell anybody? Hell no. You know, like, like I said, it's embarrassing. And then I also thought, well, when people think of, you know, people being molested, like a young girl, it's by like an older guy. So it takes the validity away from it that number one, it was a female and number two, she was only a few years older than me. But no, That does not take the validity away from the experience. If it's happening to you, you are still a victim and it is still just as wrong. And it doesn't matter if that other person went through something to put them at that point in their life where, well, oh my goodness, where they are now um, abusing you it's still abuse. It doesn't matter. They have to address their own issues because now they have issues and they're also giving you issues. So you are still a victim at the end of the day. And I think that's been the hardest thing for me to face is that I am in fact a victim of this. And it's been so present, you know, especially, like I said, as I've been older and I've been in normal relationships and I still feel dirty and it's still like a dirty little secret and I still have insecurity issues that stemmed from that rejection issues that stem with that stem from that sexual issues that stemmed from that. It doesn't just go away. And like I said, that's is currently what I'm working on, you know, trying to find my self-worth in that department like did I deserve it you know what did I do what did I do to bring that upon myself I mean because for so many years I thought that that's what it was that you know I was just somebody that deserved this 
And to be honest with you guys, I didn't understand it for years because for a while, I really did believe Ashley when she said it was normal, even though I felt uncomfortable and I felt dirty and ashamed and deep within me, I knew it was wrong. Somehow I just swept it up and I was like, it's okay. It's normal. Like I just feel this way because I'm different. I have to be different because everybody else does this and it's just me. I'm just weird, you know, like there's just something wrong with me. And that's so sad, you know, and especially when you have to experience it, you know, the way that I have. And if you're out there and you've experienced it, I just want you to release that pain from yourself right now. I want you to release that guilt from yourself right now. And if you need to go talk to somebody, go talk to somebody. But please hear me when I say it is not your fault. And it is so normal to still have problems in the future from it. And it is normal for you to still be confused about it. It is normal for you to be ashamed or to feel dirty or feel like it's your fault. Like all these things are normal for you to feel angry. This is all normal stuff, but you have to start to work through it and These are one of the unresolved issues in my life. Like this, this moment in time for me is still a huge unresolved issue. It's still hard for me to say that I was molested as a child because that's exactly what it is. And I would downplay it for so long in my head. Like, no, that's not what it is. You're just being overdramatic, blah, blah, blah. But then, you know, like, I think especially as my kids have gotten older, I've put myself, you know, in the shoes of thinking that, you know, something like this happened to my kid. How would I feel? And I would be just fuming, livid. I would not be okay with it because the truth of the matter is, is, It's not okay. It's not normal. And I was just an innocent child who knew nothing of this. And by the 12, by the time I was 10, I could almost tell you everything there was to ever know about sex. And that is a problem. And I just never really felt like I got a great chance at a childhood because I was somewhere else within my mind, you know, while my other friends couldn't even begin to explain to you what sex even was, I knew everything to do to make yourself feel good at a young age. You know, that's, that's just, it's wrong. And I was a victim and I am trying to work through this and I am really, really focusing in on the anger and resentment I hold in me towards this person and towards myself for letting it happen.
and I know it's not my fault, but just it all, my, my brain just tells me, well, you let it happen. You let it happen. But the truth is, is I, I didn't know any better. You guys, no child knows better. And then also, you know, when I finally settled down in a relationship again, and it gets to that point, I want to get to the point where I can experience those private great moments with my partner and not feel dirty or ashamed at my age. You know, like that's a sucky feeling to have when you should be enjoying that type of stuff. But like I said, it really ruined my perception on these things, on love, on sex, on self-esteem, on trust. I lack so much trust for individuals, and I still have deep-rooted insecurities because a family member chose to stop doing sexual things with me. I thought that I was the most hideous person in the world and that's why it was happening. And I thought that I did something wrong. I thought that I wasn't good enough. And to this day, that is still deeply rooted in me and it is It's not okay. It's not okay, you guys. And it hurts. It really, really does hurt to think that anybody would ever have to go through this type of stuff. I remember the first time I ever opened up about it to one of my counselors. And she was asking me, you know, if I didn't mind to share who molested me. And at first I just kind of sat there and I didn't want to say it because I felt like the minute I said, Oh, it, you know, it's a female family member and she was only a couple years older than me. I was so scared. The counselor was going to be like, well, that's not the definition of being sexually abused or molested. But when I finally said it, She looked at me and grabbed my hand and said, Honey, I just want you to know that you are valid in your feelings. And that should have never have happened to you. And guess what? I know how you feel because it happened to me too. And I know that you feel like it takes something away from your story because we're trained to think other things. But you are just as much as of a victim as anyone else. And you are going through emotions that anyone else, no matter the person, no matter the gender, the age, whatever, you are going through the same emotions and emotions that anybody else would go through. Your feelings are valid. And I remember that's the first time I felt so very relieved. But the anger stuff, the trust stuff, the feeling normal within relationships and all that, 
I still have to work through that and truly forgive this person because I don't even know how to at this point, you guys. I've loved this person and I often wonder why she did it to me. I wonder if something happened to her that I don't know about, but I'm still angry and I have to work through it. But I wanted to put this out because I know that it happens to so many people and everybody's story is unique and different and it doesn't take the validity of it away and it doesn't make the experience less painful. If you have been stripped of your innocence as a child, it was not okay. It doesn't matter the situation. It's not okay. But you need to work through the emotions and you need to get some type of professional help because I believe that's the only way to really work past it. Or else you're just going to carry it on your shoulders for so long like I have. And you're going to take it into each relationship you have. Or if you're currently married or in a long-term relationship right now, I can guarantee you. I know that if you were molested as a child like me, there's some problems within your life with your partner. Because I think as victims, we just can't help but feel that way. But please just get up and work through it. And if you're not comfortable sharing your story with anybody else, that's okay. But at least talk to somebody about it, one person, and try to make it a professional so you can actually work through it, you know, in the correct way. And please do not be ashamed of yourself. You are not dirty and you are not unworthy. And there is so much love coming from me to you because I know it hurts. And I know it's a it's a lifetime of emotions and 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 just feeling, you know, not enough. But you are enough and That's why I wanted to make this episode. Like I said, it was super impulsive. And this is honestly, I don't think that I've ever really talked about this in detail until now. And maybe one day I'll I'll talk about it in more detail. But for right now, I'm proud of myself for even talking about it. And that's a huge step for me. And I hope that it helped at least one person listening today just know that I love you guys so much and you are all worthy and you are all beautiful in your own way and things will be okay as long as you just keep trying to push forward but as I'm sure you all hear my dog is whining I think she needs to go out and potty. (laughs) And anyways, it is 2.33 in the morning. I need to get back to going through these few things and boxing them up and maybe try to attempt to get like three hours of sleep before I got to get my kids up. But for today, you guys have just listened to The Uncensored Woman. I've been your host, Heather Christine. As always, peace, love, and happiness, and an extra 
you are enough, you are worthy, and your story matters. I love you guys. Until next time. Bye.